Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. I was traveling recently and I woke up in the night with a really horrible dream. So just so you know, this this is actually a dream. This did not happen. But in my dream, I was visiting my sister's house and my family was with me and my 8-year-old, my youngest, was doing something in the the house that was maybe not wrong, but against the family's expectations. And so his younger cousin corrected him and said, oh, you know what? We don't do that in this house. And in my dream, I suddenly became a raving lunatic and grabbed my nephew by the throat and kind of hissed very demonically in his face and was like, you don't get to correct my son. You are not better than he is. Very abusive and horrific. And it woke me up, which I don't normally have dreams like that. That was really kind of a unique one. And I thought, oh my goodness, God, thank you that I'm not a child abuser. But it also, in a way, gave me such a deep empathy. Like, wow, it's it's so easy to be off kilter in another environment. Or if I didn't have the Holy Spirit, what what kinds of things would trigger me? Well, I didn't think a whole lot about it after I, I don't remember now if I fell back to sleep, but later in the day, Bob and I were walking a neighborhood that was new to both of us. And there is a very inappropriate song that I'm not recommending, but the beginning of it is a little bit funny and it's called, I threw it on the ground. And it's about this very emotionally deranged person who keeps throwing things on the ground, like the hot dog that the hot dog man gave to him. And his girlfriend is like, Hey, my dad's on the phone. This is my dad. And then he throws her cell phone on the ground and it, it gets broken into many pieces. And so it's like a little catchphrase around my house. I threw it on the ground. And that was the image that kept coming to mind as I was walking this neighborhood. And I found myself getting so agitated. And I wanted to take my cell phone, which I value and treasure because it gives me the ability to, for example, record this podcast so easily. And yet I wanted to just throw my cell phone on the ground. I threw it on the ground. And I... After after dealing with this for maybe an hour and a half, I finally was like, Bob, I am so angry. I don't know what to do with myself. Like, I just want to throw my cell phone on the ground. And Bob was like, oh, you know, probably something really bad happened in this neighborhood. And he was aware enough sort of historically and in whatever other ways. He said, if you look at this street it has these very old signs that say this neighborhood protected by the Neighborhood Watch Association. And so he said, at one point, this would have been a a challenging neighborhood to live in. There was some level of theft or otherwise not happy things happening here, which the reality is, I'm sure that happens in any neighborhood, but um, or it could, but specifically in this neighborhood. And as we kept talking and praying, you know, we had such a sense that really not good things had happened, whether it be some form of abuse, which then you think, oh, that's where my dream came from, that there was something unkind to children, Um, maybe not sexually, but some kind of physical violence offered to a child. Um, 
But, you know, over the course of the afternoon, we kept walking this specific stretch of um, street. And I realized there was a specific house or maybe group of houses that every time I walked past it, it was like, oh, man, that is the place. And it wasn't because I was thinking about it consciously, but it it just came to mind um, sort of out of context or, you know, it, it grabbed hold of me again and again. And finally, I was like, you know, Bob had suggested at the beginning, like, maybe there was a murder done here. And it wasn't until about, you know, the 20th time walking by these houses that I thought, oh my goodness, that level of destruction of taking something that is effective and helpful and throwing it on the ground so that, you know, that sense of the face hitting the ground, like that might actually, yes, have been a murder in this spot. And so... I say that to you in part because for me, as I have walked out my spiritual journey, I feel like I become ever more sensitive to my environment, which is a little bit crazy making if you don't know what's going on. But once you know what's going on, then you can pray. And so this is my prayer that I prayed over the neighborhood as I was walking. So we say, Lord Jesus, There were hard things that happened in this neighborhood, as there are everywhere. Thank you, Lord, that you go before. Thank you, Jesus, that uh, as you say in your word, that when blood is shed, that it pollutes the ground. And we grieve over that, and we acknowledge that that is true. But then, Jesus, we thank you that your blood was shed And we claim your shed blood over this neighborhood. We claim your shed blood over this place. That your blood is the blood that cleanses. And so as uncomfortable as it is for us to be walking through these patches of darkness, we are thankful that we get to bring your light, that we get to bring your beauty, we get to bring your grace into these places of hardship and real just pain from the past. And so, Lord, we ask that you would send your Holy Spirit to this place, that there would be a newness of renewal, that there would be a newness of hope. Lord, I think about what it would be like to buy one of those houses where there's been such pain and and how tiring it would be to live in a house like that. We thank you, though, that there is always a solution, that you are the God who cleanses, that you are the God who sanctifies. We give you praise, Jesus. Amen.